Hello everyone, good afternoon, uh, or I guess good morning, doesn't really matter, wherever you are, um, and whenever you're listening to us, this is Edgar uh, Ramirez and the Football Chronicles. Today is a weird day because, um, unfortunately, Sebas couldn't join us to this recording, so we brought up our best sub, and I guess not a sub. <laughs> super <laughs> but, uh, sub. Super sub, uh, Justin, to, to help us out today. Hey, Justin. Hey, hey, Edgar. How's it going uh, out there? Good, good, good. Out there in the wilderness of Chicago, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the wild Chicago, as they the say. The wild Chicago. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. All good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Very happy that uh, we watched some meaningful soccer this past yeah, weekend dude, for the first I've, time in about what? a month. Exactly. Since June 15th, probably, that the World Cup ended. Yeah. So, July. I'm sorry. July July, 15th. yep. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, about a month. Damn, that was almost spot on, because uh, yep. when we're recording. So so yeah, I think, uh, you know, we had yeah, definitely a lot of cool games this weekend, uh, the Premier League getting started. Um, I have to say that I didn't watch a lot of uh, the games, I did watch some, um, and I was very excited to see the Liverpool-West uh, Ham, just because of um, who the coach for West Ham is. And who uh, and some of the players that he's brought in that do call my attention, um, and to see Liverpool because I mean they've put on like a freaking you know world class squad. Um, mm-hmm. yes. So I was excited to see that, but well, uh, disappointed by the result. So oh, Liverpool right now is just looking like an elite contender. I know it was West Ham, and West Ham still figuring stuff out, but Liverpool just completely overmatched them. From the very beginning, you could tell they were just on a different level, and Nabi Keita looks yeah. like he has been playing with that team for, for years, right? Dude, I mean, he just fit right in. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like uh, To me, what was fascinating is how... Because, you know, yeah, sure, okay, fine. You know, if, if you look back, you cannot expect West Ham to perform, right, perfectly because a lot of these players are new, the coach is new, right? right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, you know, I guess it's expected. And Liverpool has played amazingly last season. Um, yes. But I was really surprised to see him fit in as well as he did. Um, I think a couple of the goals were initiated by him at least. Yes, oh yeah, just putting those balls in, I mean... Salah got the scoring off, of course, back to his form. I mean, yes. you're going to see him, I think, continue to, to play he's well. Back. Yeah. I like Sadio Mane getting in on the action. Um, he's another player that, obviously, when he's playing at his highest level, really tough to defend. So quick. Yeah. You know, just yeah, I, so dangerous. I, I love that. I love seeing um, the Liverpool Liverpool play. One thing that worries me is, you know, and I guess this, this applies more to short tournaments, is how people say that squads should start or like teams should start uh how do you say this like like small uh, at first and then grow as a tournament gets to its to its end so i i hope that for liverpool you know even though they, they have started with a bang that it does it just doesn't deflate after that um that they yeah. keep growing and keep getting better they keep playing the way they're playing um because they have an amazing team that they've put i mean and, and they have an awesome coach too um, oh klopp yeah i mean and I think for him, he's always he's he's still kind of saying, "Listen, you know, he's always been an underdog kind of coach, yep. saying, oh, we're the we're the team that's going to overachieve, we're going to you know exceed expectations,' and they have right since he's been coaching there. Yeah. Um, but this is really the first season that they have both the 
the expectations are are pretty high. I would say, you know, yeah, Liverpool is expected true. to be a top four team, probably contend for the title. You know, and they have they have the money. They finally spent money on players, so they now have a <laughs> a world class budget, if you will, right? And, so and, and not just and sorry, and not just because of because there is that expectation because of the results they had last season. I mean, they they were a Champions League finalist. Um, so there's that expectation because of that, but there's also the expectation because of exactly what you just said, the budget. Yep. I mean, and yep. they've spent some money, and they've bought really, really good players, like world ca- world class players. Yeah. And they bought the most expensive goalie for like two weeks. Yes. <laughs> until yeah. Until Chelsea outbid <laughs> them. Yeah. So. But, you know. So so it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out, and def- there's definitely gonna be a team that I'm gonna follow the entire season. Yeah. Absolutely worth the. Uh worth watching i like sturge getting in on the action too good to see him getting back and healthy he, and he scored right squad yeah he did yeah that's wonderful so hopefully for west ham you know this is obviously they started off playing that probably one of the hardest teams to play because honestly i do see this team this liverpool team playing better than manchester united um so yeah. you know sucks for west ham to start like that but you know hopefully they can just improve from there for West Ham, it's a new era, and I think their fans are having to be a little bit patient and understand what the team and the coach and the philosophy is going to be moving forward with a new ownership, new coaching, new players. So it's going to take probably two or three transfer windows before they truly have what they want. And until then, it's just going to be about holding on, you know, making yeah. sure they can they can compete. I, I, that's what I want, though. I want them to compete because they have an amazing coach and they have some pretty good players. Uh, in their squad so I you know that guy um, Lanzini um, oh yeah he, Manuel Lanzini yep. yeah he, he was supposed to go to the World Cup but he didn't because he got injured yes and, and he's a pretty awesome player so he is. I, yep. I expect a lot of things from him um, and to be honest I expect him to be like a, a world class player uh, soon so I, I don't know I'll, I'll, we'll see what happens with West Ham um, I am watching right now uh, Justin the Super Cup I just want to tell you really quickly uh, the the Spanish Super Cup is it the Super oh, Cup yeah. or the U- UEFA um, and it's been awesome to see uh, Madrid lose a little and they're going to lose right now it seems really uh, Yeah, second left in the game and it's 4-2 for Atletico Madrid um, wow. in, in the extra time, Atletico Madrid just pounded them, and they lost. So yeah, Atletico Madrid is champion. That makes me happy because wow. it really makes it seem like the uh, the you know the, the the fight for the Spanish league is not gonna be one sided or two sided anymore. I, I hope because <laughs> it's getting kind of boring. I uh, yeah, the Spanish league has kind of always been a two maybe sort of three-team race but this is the first year in history that atletico has spent more than real madrid so their team is actually more expensive for the first time ever which is a crazy thing to think about but you think about the contract that ronaldo had and obviously he doesn't anymore so um yeah atletico has all the all the talent um that's to compete yeah i saw limar make played an awesome game this this game is super fast really powerful yeah. um, had an assist at least from from what i could see at the end and this guy thomas party super strong really awesome um you know really stole a ball and just passed it to 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 uh who was it saul i think so to, yeah. to, to shoot and score um Sorry, I just wanted to you know bring that up because it's it's what I'm watching right now, cool. and it and it just 
really makes me happy to feel that finally there's going to be more competition in the Spanish league. And I know also, for example, Valencia has bought a few players. Uh, for that's exactly, exactly. That, that's interesting to me. Yeah, exactly. But 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 how do you say his name? Batshuayi. Batshuayi. Yep. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, he's the forward for um, Belgium, and very famous and a meme for in that game against Panama. I don't, I don't know who scored. I don't know if you saw that, Justin. Yep. And he and he kicked, he kicked the, ball. the ball and hit himself in the <laughs> face. Yeah. Oh, I laughed for a long time. I caught it as when oh, it yeah. happened, and I could not stop laughing. That was oh, hilarious. Yeah. So and funny. He's gonna be famous for that for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so funny. Valencia, though. I would say my favorite logo in La Liga. <laughs> that. So, got that going for him. So, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, um, fair yeah enough. we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, anyway, sorry, let's just go back to what we're talking about. Um, the So, we saw, you just, I saw Liverpool play, I like them. Hopefully it does well. Manchester United, um, I don't know, what do you have to say about that? I don't even know where to start. So, I think the dreaded curse of Jose Mourinho's third year is already starting to seep through. Even though they won, they beat a Leicester team that, honestly, for a lot of the game, I watched it, Leicester, Leicester controlled the ball. They had they had yeah. a good attack going. Paul about a third-minute goal on a PK, you know, okay, sure. He took he took a long time to take that penalty. I don't know if And he had to argue against Alexis, remember? He, yes. He Alexis oh, they had, they, had a, they had a little dispute there. And so, okay, fine. You know, Pogba gets a penalty third minute. Leicester's playing hard. <laughs> of all the players on Man United to score a goal, I would have bet Luke Shaw would have been the last player I would have said would score a goal for Manchester United. But somehow, he got that lucky little fluke, fluky goal. They go up 2-0. Vardy got one back at the end, but ultimately Man United gets the three points. But really, the most <laughs> attention-grabbing thing about that game was the comments that Pogba made. Essentially, kind of the passive-aggressive, oh, I, I can't really say how I feel or I get fined for it. Just kind of a jab back at Mourinho after, wow. after his comments. Um, you know, after the World Cup. So, I found that very interesting. Interesting. I mean, it, it seems like shit's starting wrong, you know. Like it's like you get a, a win, and yeah, it's, you can't even really feel good about it because there's just drama. You, you know, Mourinho. I think he, it was like he was trying to extend yeah. a branch almost to Bogba after the World Cup. I, you know, he he had Valencia as captain, then he changed his mind. He he, he gave it to Pogba for this game, and then Pogba kind of comes back and says all that stuff after the game, and you're like, oh wow, well I guess it's not really resolved at all. I mean, Pogba's going to take it and say what he what he thinks i mean is this pogba trying to get his way out of out of man united i mean he's clearly not happy with his manager so is he trying to leave i don't know right so for me i I actually watched that game too i kind of forgot for a second that i did it was friday so a while ago yeah yeah exactly uh and i it was a little boring yeah what i two things that i noticed um, the goals that Manchester scored were like super lucky because oh, yeah. the first one was a penalty and yep. mm, kind of stupid penalty to be honest because yep. um, he's like the guy just anyway yep. um, and the Luke Shaw goal was funny because was. they crossed the ball and he tried to to to, uh, flick, to, it. to, yeah, to, to yeah, flick it yeah to flick it but it went like it. 
Yeah, yeah but, but it went wrong, like, <laughs> went to the other way, and then yeah. the Leicester player got, like, out of position because he was surprised of how bad that was, I guess. Yes, exactly. And because of that, Luke Shaw was able to get an advantage and just cross the ball into a goal. It was yep. hilarious, sad, and kind of weird at the same time. Uh, yes. And then the Jamie Vardy goal at the end. I don't know, man. I, I did think that for, for a little while, I agree with you, that Leicester looked a little better. Not with a lot of depth, depth but still better than uh, Manchester United. And Manchester simply stumbled upon those goals by yep. sheer they luck. Did. They uh, did. So I think that's why I feel so empty. And about the comments you were making, dude, I, I feel like... If he said, and I hadn't heard that, but man, that's that's. I mean, that's really harsh. Just that, that Pogba said that. Yes. And since you know, I just think that if if that is the case, and, and of course it is, uh, things are. It's the beginning of the season, and things right. things it's are clearly one. exactly. Things are clearly not starting off well there. No. Uh, and you know, you're not going to score lucky goals every week. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens with them for the rest of the season. But definitely not looking good. It's funny, because you, you look at Man United, you look at the depth. They've got, like, De Gea goal. They've got Valencia. They've got Pogba. They've got Martial. They've got, like, all this talent. Lukaku, Alexis all Sanchez. this talent, right? Alexis Sanchez. Like, they have all these great, world-class, like, elite players. And you're like, on paper, they should be, if not the top team, they should be contending at the very least, but you you look at it, uh, you know, kind of all the underlying issues, and you're like, well, I can't, I don't know if I could just buy into that. I don't know if they're even going to finish top four. They they could finish yeah, first, they could so. finish second, yeah. or they could finish like eighth, and which yeah. would surprise me. And I I've it's Alexis. I don't know what's going on with him. He's a great player, but. This game, he was like lost. He was invisible. He was yeah. like not even there. This game didn't even. I don't know. It, it honestly, it just seems to me like something is going on there in, internally in in the team. Because um, I mean, honestly, and, and the first show of that is how can you have two players argue for like honestly two or three minutes? Yeah. Uh, who's gonna take the penalty shot? Right. Right. I was like, all right, clearly, you know, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I'm sure finally at the end, Pogba was like, "Bro, I won the World Cup. Let me do this. Get He's off, a captain get out of my way. too, right? I mean, you, you, ultimately, you didn't, he's you deciding. Go. Yeah, dude, I was like, "All right, this is crazy." Yeah, uh, I didn't get it, but you know, I don't. What doesn't you know? What what doesn't start well? Um, just you know, won't end well. So hopefully, they can find a way to turn it around. But I just, I just don't see it. Yep. Uh, you want to focus on one more Premier League game from the weekend. It was Arsenal and Man City. I don't know if you got a chance to catch much of that. Um, not not the most exciting of games. Um, Man City, 2-0. So, but kind of coasted to 2-0. Really didn't play at full speed. Didn't even have their full uh, healthy lineup. I think there were three or four players. Sané, I want to say. Uh, Jesus... Somebody else was missing from the starting lineup. Oh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne didn't play. Oh, wow. Or didn't, I didn't play, didn't start the game. He played later. But, yeah, I mean, well, there's all those these guys that had deep World Cup runs that are probably still kind of right. getting up to shape and, and being able to play. Um, I think Arsenal's just, I mean, you, you know, new manager, new players, still figuring stuff out. I don't know what they're going to be like this year. I, it's hard for me to tell. 
Um, I yeah, I saw a little bit of the game. Um, I think that Manchester City is a team that is already you know a very put together team um, because of the coach they have. So no matter who comes in or who is um, playing or, or which players they bring in, um, they're still they're always going to be a solid team. Oh yeah. Um, so with Arsenal, I was very curious to see how that would how how it would turn out. Um, that kid, uh, what's his name? Wendosi. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, I like how he plays football. Yeah. But I feel like some of the goals and some of the issues were his fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the game, so yeah. you know uh, he's very young. I think he's like nineteen or, or something. Uh, yeah, he's really young. Yep. And I did not expect that he would play. To be completely honest with you, I did not expect he would play this game. Uh, he would even be part of the starting eleven. Um, but it clearly seems that he's made a good impression. But and and I think it, it's because his football in general is, is is impressive. Like it's it's very pretty. Like it you know it's it's pleasing to the eye. Let's just say let's yeah. just say that. Um, but yeah. he, I, I'm pretty like I, from what I remember this, this game was I guess in the weekend. Uh, he he made the first goal was his fault. Because um, he lost the ball and they counterattacked and they scored. Right. Um, so you know that that's not good for your first game. No. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they've got some some things to work out there at Arsenal. I think there are players that probably don't fit the system they're looking to run now. I, I wonder about Mkhitaryan and Ozil and kind of their how they're going to push the ball forward. Do they have enough speed attacking? play to you know to play a full and also peter check you know i don't know if, how long he's really going to be the number one goalkeeper uh, made a couple of pretty bad mistakes um in that game and if they want to play out of the back you know from the keeper on you know they're going to need yeah. somebody that's able to make those passes and you saw him make a few errors that game just didn't really look comfortable with it um so i don't know do, just, do you know, know who their goalie is who their Oh, Leno. That's why they bought Leno. Yes. Yeah. See, I didn't like that. I did. I thought that... Um, what's his name? Uh, Ospina, the Colombian goalie, deserved mm-hmm. a chance at Arsenal. Yep. He's, oh, he's great. Yeah, uh, he is. And I don't understand why he was never really given a chance to, to play or, or perform with, with the team. Yeah. So one thing about uh, Man City just pretty big news this morning Kev De Bruyne uh, suffered an, a knee injury in practice looks like he's going to be out for at least a couple months oh shit that's not good that's a that's a huge loss if that's the case um, wow obviously that sucks. really the key cog in Man City's attack um, sounds like he was on crutches and had issues walking and sounds like the knee, knee uh, injury is pretty serious so oh no let's hope he's uh Let's hope it's not true, but it sounds like that's going to be that's going to make a big uh, adjustment to the way they play because they're going to they're going to build an attack around somebody to serve the ball up to those wingers. Um, don't know, you know, they've got uh, you know, Silva and Gundogan, good players, but it'll be interesting. yeah, and that sucks. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but no, you, you know, want to uh, see, yeah, he's exactly, one of the best the players. Best. You know, exactly, he's, he's so good. So yeah, um, you know, I was looking at their lineup, at the Manchester City lineup, and I saw that um, 
Silva was Bernardo Silva, not not the other one, mm-hmm. and not the David Silva was played as the number ten as as the yeah. you know midfielder. Yep. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess I haven't kept up with him that much, but damn. That's yeah, no, interesting. he's yeah he's normally uh, drifted a little bit further back, but yeah, um, yeah, I think he scored a goal. I believe he scored the second goal. Yeah, for he that. did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe he'll fill in. You know, I mean, Let's step up to the challenge. They do have depth and. Adding Mares obviously helped too. Um, he didn't really look that comfortable in his first game, but you know he's got to get some time to get into the squad. But I think Mares is a huge addition that will uh, will help the team obviously in the long run. Yeah, I, I hope it does. It's gonna be fun to see to see them perform. Yep. And and crush it. Hopefully, I don't know who's gonna win this Premier League. What do you think? Okay, prediction time. What All do you right. think so far from what you've seen? Who do you I'm think not, is going to be your top one? All right. Even, so even even without Kev, I still don't really see anybody catching Man City. I mean, Man your City's... Your best friend, Kev? <laughs> you know, my guy, yeah. Kev. Yeah. Uh, I still don't see anybody catching Man City. I think... I mean, it's going to be a lot closer than it was last year, I think. I mean, I, well, I, I hope, hope so. so. <laughs> Jeez. Um... But I think Man City's still got to be the, the best team, the team to beat. And with Pep and that system and the the attacking power they have and the defenders that can cover the whole field like Kyle Walker can and yeah. John Stones and company. And they have so much depth in almost every position. And, and Sterling, you know, Sterling, I think, you know, he's played well too. But, yeah, I think it's Man City. I think Man City won. I would go Liverpool too. Um, it just based on everything that we kind of talked about already about Liverpool, I would probably go Tottenham three um, <laughs> right now. They did not make any transfers. Yeah, it's weird. I don't really know what to think about that. I'm still kind of digesting. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. what does it mean when you don't do anything when you finished top four and you had a respectable you know season last year, but you didn't do anything? To help or hurt your squad, I guess. And and what's more worrisome is that I mean I don't know if you know, but I don't know if like they tried and failed to make any transfers. You know. I know there were some rumors. I read a lot of like, oh, they could be pursuing this person or this guy or whatever, but nothing serious enough that they obviously they they didn't like try to bid for somebody and then get outbidded, right? They they didn't really even put money on on somebody so yeah, all I heard was rumors not good I mean either either you know either thing like either path either you uh, get completely outbidded by everyone else um, and cannot cannot get players that's really bad but also yeah. it it's also not great if you just don't get any new players because you need to refresh that team always, at right. least a couple of players. Even even if you did great, you didn't win anything. So, right. so no, you know, they, they haven't. That's, that's the big knock on them, right? No trophies. Exactly. So so you know, what does that mean? <laughs> Do you want to stay trophyless? Clearly, last year it wasn't enough, even though it was pretty good. No, and like okay, so they have they have very very good talent. Their first team can compete with anybody. It's the problem is depth. They don't have anybody to come in for Harry Kane that you could say, oh yeah, that guy's going to you know, scare me and possibly be a goal-scoring threat, right? They don't have right. that. 
Like, they don't have anybody coming in for, for Son that's really got the same level of, you know. They got Lucas Mora now, who's a, who's a pretty good winger, who I think over time will get better. They don't really have a replacement for Erickson or Alley. Like, you know, they have Eric Dyer, who really should not be playing on the first team, but <laughs> is there. I love Dembele, you know, he's great, but... Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, and they have Wanyama, who's injured right now, but... Dele Alley. Yeah, Deli Alley. I mean, and Serge Ari, <laughs> Serge Ari on uh, on the game I watched the Newcastle game, he just made some really stupid plays. Like I don't know, man. Sometimes I think Trippier was tired or you know so fatigued from the World Cup, so Trippier wasn't starting. Trippier is a great a great right back. I think he's he's good with his position, but Ari, gosh, he's in, okay. ugh, he's so inconsistent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this this team. I I liked it last season, and it just doesn't send the right message that you don't get no. more players to, to make you better than last Well, season. and the other problem that Tottenham has right now, I don't know if you read about this, but their stadium is now being delayed. They were supposed to be able to, to play again, I think, in September, but now it's being pushed back to possibly the end of the year, maybe even next year. So they're wow. still going to have to play at Wembley. Um, which is going to put the team in just kind of this weird limbo, right? Where they don't really yeah. have a home field. And so. it's not cheap, probably, to play at Wembley. No, it's not. No, but <laughs> besides the fact that they have a stadium that they were trying to build, get ready, play in, and they're still pushing it back, pushing it back. Like, they want to play at the new lane. They want their home fans there. They want it to be full and packed and loud, and you want that home field advantage, and they're not going to have it for now right. about three or four months. So. Yep. So anyway, I what, do any cool games just uh, for this weekend that we should pay attention to? The Premier League this weekend, yeah. I mean, well, you got a really interesting uh, London derby already. So. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal Chelsea. <laughs> so Saturday afternoon that'll be a. Interesting Ooh, Arsenal. I know, really right? <laughs> Start out Man City and then Chelsea. I mean, jeez. Uh, I would feel bad for them, if, but I don't. Um, <laughs> and Chelsea, too, in a transition year to kind of figure out what they're doing. That'll actually be an interesting game just to see what happens and see how yeah. they they approach who it. Does, how who both teams. Yeah, so that that's one I circled um, for sure. you got to love a derby. Um, Tottenham plays Fulham who's kind of this upstart, you know, just promoted, spent a lot of money in the transfer window, did not look too good in their first game, um, ended up losing 2-0 Crystal Palace, so wondering if they'll be able to bounce back, and as we just talked about with Tottenham, a lot of questions surrounding them in some ways, didn't have a great win last week, so that'll be a good game, I think. And then the third game um, is Crystal Palace-Liverpool. Ooh, Crystal that's Palace. interesting. Yeah, who got their win, got a nice win um, that first week. Zaha, uh, another another goal. Um, and I think that'll be a good game, a good kind of gauge for, A, how, how can Crystal Palace do this year? Can they be a little bit better? Can they move up in the table a little bit? And is Liverpool able to do what they did to West Ham again against another team that, you know, is kind of in that mid-table? Um, can they dominate like they did uh, last last week? Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm definitely gonna watch those games. I want to watch Liverpool. 
Um, yeah. so I, I only had I could only watch like extended highlights because I, I had stuff to do. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't watch the game, but I'm excited to to definitely see that Liverpool and of course the London Derby because yeah I really you know. I don't know if I've told you this, but when I first started watching international football, it was when that invincible Arsenal was. Um, oh wow! It was that yeah. season, I think, or the season two seasons before, or something like that. So you know, that's it's really sad for me to see them in this stage um, because quite a fall you know, from grace, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, like disastrous. Um, you know, and I remember all of them like Patrick Vieira, you know, uh, Pires, obviously yep. Thierry Henry, Freddie Bloomberg. So, you oh, know, yeah. just to 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 uh, to to yeah. to not see that is sad. And I hope they they get better because they deserve it. I mean, at least to me, they do. And I always like that type of football too. You know, like the Arsenal type of football that back in the day, the Barcelona type of football. You know, Ronaldinho um, back in that day too. It's just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm excited. Hopefully they do better this season. Um, I just want to tell you that I am, just to touch back on this little point, on this point again, um, watching the highlights for the Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, after watching the game. Really interesting. Real Madrid had 13 shots on target. Atletico Madrid had 8. Wow. Uh, Sorry, shots uh, total. 6 shots on target for Real Madrid, 5 from uh, Atletico Madrid. And... Atletico Madrid won 4-2. Um, so, you know, they... they I, I was watching the highlights again. It just really does seem that this is going to be a pretty good season for for the, for the La Liga. So... Um, and I don't know how Real Madrid are going to do this season. Because just watching the highlights, man, it just really was Marcelo all over the place. Wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and again, just the highlights, right? And... and that worries me because he's not young. He's an extraordinary player, uh, right. but then who, who's gonna defend the the left flank when when he's out attacking? Um, now that you don't have Cristiano Ronaldo to give you, you know, that like really worry, right? You cannot leave him alone. You have to have at least two players um, guarding his position. So, so it's gonna yeah. be really cool to see what what happens with Real Madrid this season and see if they go to Division 2 no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a new era that's for sure it's a new era for for uh, Real. I, I'm the player I'm very interested to see watch there is Gareth Bale um, just oh, love yeah. love him love him so much and always loved his game and obviously loved him at Tottenham and in the Premier League and you know I just don't he's never been the man right when he's gotten to, right. to yep, Real so. that's true He's finally got his chance to shine. Either he's going to, you know, take it and, you know, prove his world-class talent and all of that, or he may struggle and just decide, you know, he was, because he was close to leaving, if you remember the comments he made after the after the yeah. Champions League, kind of yeah. close to leaving then. I, I, selfishly, I want him back in the Premier League, but, you know, it's also great to see him play at such a high level on such a high, yeah, high class I, team, so. I, I just feel like, you know, with him, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because he is a world-class player that has been outshined for the last, what, mm-hmm. two seasons at least? At le- yeah, at least. Um, so, I don't know if you can get back to that so easily, you know? And there's a lot of pressure because, yes. you know, Real has won three Champions League in a row. Exactly. How do you, how do you top that? <laughs> uh you, you can't. I mean, I don't think you can. It's very difficult, and you obviously can't keep winning all of them. So, right. 
um, and I don't want them to either. So, so, so we'll see what happens. But it's it's gonna be really cool uh, to yeah. to see if he can live up to the expectation now that Cristiano Ronaldo is gone. Yep. Yeah, him and Isco to me, two players so, to watch. So and Lucas Vasquez, I also like by the way. Yeah. Oh, about that point though, I was thinking about the point you made uh, of Atletico Madrid having a more expensive squad than Real Madrid for the first time ever. Um, which fascinating, but I was just thinking to myself, well, look at Real Madrid. A lot of their players now are homegrown players that didn't used to be the case, and yeah. that's probably why we see that, you know, because obviously those yep. players are, are young and you know not as valuable anymore by the market or right. by the market. Right. No, that's it's it's a testament to their to their academy that they're willing to kind of build those players and continue on with them, and you know it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, throughout the year, for sure. And you have to be really, really good to play there. I mean, oh, you, you cannot just be... Well, you know, you cannot just be, yep. like, a medium player. You have to be a star already to play there. And the other thing, like, when, like, players like Luka Modric basically said they want to leave, like... Yeah. Like, he's basically saying he wants to go to Inter, right? Yeah. So, I mean... I don't, I don't know if this will happen... If that will happen this season. Wouldn't be surprised from everything I've read that it happens... In the middle of the season, though. I mean, he's basically asked for it, so yeah. I'm like not sure how, you know, that would affect the team. But he's obviously a very important player, a, a world class talent. And like, what if he goes to Syria? Another player leaves for Syria. Yeah. Like, Syria well, is about those, becoming those the, rights. The, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say th- those those TV rights you talked about last time are gonna yeah. get are gonna get more valuable if he does. <laughs> this weekend is the first weekend of Syria, so we'll finally get to start seeing. We'll get to see Ronaldo in that black and white for the first time, which is gonna be weird. I'm not <laughs> sure how to feel about it, but we'll see him, you know, dressed in his Juventus kit and in the jeep right in front. <laughs> yeah, which is fun- funny to me, but. Um, so just talking about Spanish football today, I was um, just catching up with some games, and I saw that the Barcelona Facebook page had the Boca Juniors Barcelona game on on the, oh, yeah. on the internet. Um, so I clicked on it, and I had a lot of thoughts that I'm gonna share, um, even if you don't want me to. <laughs> um, but the last time Real Madrid lost. A, a a championship final, so 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 a cup final or, or a final, well besides today, <laughs> was uh, oh that's hilarious, uh, was against Boca Juniors in two thousand, uh, for the Copa Intercontinental or the two thousand the World Cup the World Cup club World Cup yeah the club World Cup wow yeah um, I saw that somewhere I forget where. Uh, and you know now, so so you know, keep that in mind because and that the Boca Juniors I grew up with, um, that was amazing with Awan Dancieri. Uh, anyway, had, had an awesome team, um, and just seeing this Boca Juniors who lo- that lost three zero and got completely outplayed by Barcelona. Yeah. Maybe for you it doesn't mean much because you know you're very used to European football, but and. I am too, because I've seen it a lot. But also, I remember the day when it, the disparity wasn't that big. 
Yeah. Um, that we could compete against, and by we I mean South American teams, could compete against them and win. And that has not happened for 15 so years. Long. Yeah, for 15 years, at least in the, in the club level, for 15 years. So uh, if, if no one has raised a flag on this, uh, you know, consider this the warning, um, late warning, because it's been 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um because it's not good. <laughs> it's scary to be to be honest. Um, so you know we, yeah we. I think we need to do something about that. I, I and I think Sales and I have talked about this before. Being talented and being good at playing football is not enough, and it hasn't been for a while, and definitely hasn't been good enough for the last fifteen years. Yeah. Now you need to have organization. You need to be professional. You need to you you know you need to be better fed, better trained, uh, perform as an athlete before performing as a footballer. Yeah. Um, and I know that in Latin America we we don't do that, and yeah. that needs to change. Hmm. That's, That's it. Really interesting. I mean, I, yeah, because you're right. I I don't really remember a time from when South Americans club teams, you know were as competitive or were close to the same level as the European club teams. I don't know if that's ever really registered to me or I just didn't know or I just haven't really... But, like, you don't think of, like, oh, yeah, this great player is going to play in, you know, Argentina or anywhere like that. It just doesn't... So so it's, it's always been a seller's market. Like, we've always sold our best players to Europe. And that's... It's always been like that. But we still were able to compete like b- b- just you know b- back in the day like 20 years ago 15 years ago yeah um because when the intercon intercon used to be inter- copa intercontinental intercontinental cup uh, now the, the fifa uh, world club world cup uh we were we would win or the south american teams would would win our half or maybe a little less but um, the dif- the disparity wasn't as marked as it is. I mean, today when I watched the three zero Boca Barcelona, it was sad. It was it was it was just I, I don't know I, I don't I don't know what to say. It was Barcelona was so much better. Um, they scored the first the the first two goals. Messi scored a goal, um, and. Boca Juniors has actually almost scored a goal at the end of the first half, um, but it, it, I, I just felt it was because Boca Juniors wasn't taking the sorry because Barcelona wasn't taking the game seriously enough anymore. <laughs> um, so well, well, I don't know. I it it is really frustrating to see to see how low things have come. And I think part of it is that what I said, the lack of organization yeah. and the lack of professionalism in, yeah. in South American football. Yeah. And also the fact that we're selling our players really young to go to Europe. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I, I think where Europe is where the money is, is where all the clubs are, is where the exposure is. I mean, it's hard to compete with that. Even, and, you know. And, and now to bring it home a little bit, what's happening now too is that North America, including Mexico is becoming a stronger uh, market yeah. uh, and a lot of the South American players young players are just moving to Mexico or or to to the United States yeah. and the best example of that the absolute best example of that is this kid called Ezequiel Barco 
who won the Libertadores, not single-handedly, but kinda, uh, with Independiente uh, last, not yeah, last season, uh, and then moved to Atlanta United after that. Oh yeah, 19, I was actually, 19 yeah. years old. Wow, I was just thinking of Josef Martinez, who right is yeah. Venezuelan, I believe, right, yep. and started yes. out playing in Venezuela. I believe, and is now in MLS and is tearing up, tearing yeah. up MLS. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. He moved to Europe before. But for example, That's right. this That's right. this, yeah. this kid, this kid, Ezequiel Barco, um, would have probably stayed in Argentina, playing there for a few more seasons back in the day. But now, because there's so much, so many markets, uh, like the MLS, like the Mexican League, and then Europe. You have this these kids moving to to these other markets, playing away from home, so early. Um, and I'm just looking up some some information for Ezequiel Barco. He moved to Atlanta United for 15 million dollars. Wow. That was a transfer fee. Wow. That's 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 a lot. Obviously, yeah. they expect to sell him for more. But you know, it that it bothers me because I wish we could see these players stay down there in their home clubs for a little longer instead of it just being so money driven and, and them going other places um, so again so young and and but we have enough resources and enough talented players so then there's a product to sell at home um, and that you know it's worth then investing in our home clubs right instead of just having you know having the enough infrastructure to to have a player to to have a player that is 18 19 years old and then that you're just going to sell after that and that you don't need to worry about what happens to them after that or or a player that is older than that oh yeah barco was an all-star this year for mls that's right (laughs) yeah yeah i mean he's already kind of at that level yeah no it's he was yeah it's interesting I think MLS is getting, you know, it's getting better. It is, and that, that worries me too. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, be, be, because of what I said, right? You know, it's it's one more market that takes players away from from home, um, yeah. and you know, it's it's a good thing, I guess. But you know, you guys have all that infrastructure you already built, all of this, you know, facilities and mm-hmm. coaches and all that stuff, right. uh, and and we don't as much down there, so. Uh, anyway, I, I just really hope it, it gets better. Um, just to wrap up with this la- last thing, uh, I, I mentioned uh, a few podcasts, a few, a few episodes ago that we were going to follow Leeds United, and, and we are. Um, they haven't lost since, since Bielsa took over. Um, they won against Stoke City 3-1, Derby County 4-1, and they won against Bolton yesterday. Bolton Wanderers yesterday 2-1 for the Carabao Cup. Um, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I know. So I, you know, it's going to be exciting to see how they do in the next few uh, matches. Uh, but they're looking good. I, I really like it. Um, you should watch some highlights, Justin, if you haven't yet. Because they, they look good and definitely contender to go to the pre- Premier League the next season. Yeah, I like it's It's always interesting to see the teams that are successful in the championship, right? I always kind of want to know who's who's been hot, like, Fulham last year, right? Coming up and you know qualifying yeah. for the Premier and, League and 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 this and this team especially you know having Bielsa as a coach and Bielsa being the the very attacking coach that that yeah. that that he is. Um, yep. 
it's going to be really cool to see how that football adapts to the Premier League, and we've seen some some of that with po- Pochettino because they they like Pochettino was Bielsa's player back in the day. Um, it's going to be really cool to see what happens if Leeds United does move to the Premier League and how they perform and and if the Premier League and if English football is ready for for that type of play so anyway we're going to have more next week for sure talk about that oh yeah we'll keep an eye on that that League One and there's a few teams to watch you know uh, yeah for sure alright well I think that's all we have for today Um, but yeah I mean please follow us on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, I'll continue posting um, some cool stuff. And, you know, thanks for everyone that's listened to the few episodes. We've definitely gotten a lot of people from the U.S., South America, Peru, Colombia, um, Denmark, um, you know, all, really all over. So we're very excited to, to keep doing this show. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot. Keep, keep watching, keep listening, keep commenting. Football <laughs> Chronicles. We yeah. love it. Thanks. <laughs>